Hello everyone, and welcome back to Sprouting Conversations, the podcast where we discuss food and land-based work that young people are doing in the community, and seek to inspire youth by sharing stories from food leaders. We're officially in our second season, and as you may have noticed, I'm your new host. My name is Alistair Knox, and I've taken over from Laja as the Youth Food Network's Youth Engagement Coordinator, and I'm really excited to share this season with you all. I'll be speaking with some really incredible youth, and perhaps even some returning voices this season. But first, a little bit about me. I grew up on Anishinaabek and Huron-Wendat territory in so-called Barrie, Ontario, which is about an hour north of Toronto for those of you who may not be as familiar with Ontario's geography. And as such, much of my family are still situated on those lands. I'm of mixed European ancestry, but the majority of my extended relatives still live throughout the UK, where my parental grandparents are from. My family on my mum's side has been settled in southern Ontario for a little over 200 years, and I really do feel it's important to recognize this history of colonization that I've inherited from them. Understanding this has helped me begin to decolonize my relationships with the land I grew up on, and also those that I call home today. Up until 2018, when I moved to Lekwungen Territory to attend the University of Victoria, I had a very limited understanding of my role as a settler in colonial Canadian society. I think that while much of this growth in my understanding over the past several years has definitely been a product of the relationships I've built, I know that a lot of this learning has also taken place in the land and through my interactions with it. I've always been very curious about plants and landscapes, and so finding myself in a very different part of the world from what I grew up in, I was forced to confront the many relationships I'd taken for granted with the trees, plants, animals, and even the people from back home. And although I've certainly felt the loss of some of those relationships, I've also found myself building new ones, both with the plants and people that I'm still coming to know out here on the West Coast. A big part of that relationship building for me has been through connecting with food, whether that's growing or through cooking and baking. Anyone who knows me knows how much I enjoy making and sharing food, and while this does play a significant role in my relationships with food, most of the time the food I'm cooking, especially in the winter months, comes from the grocery store. For me, this has always been the biggest reminder of that deep disconnect between the land and the food that's so ingrained in our many of our industrial food systems. The act of growing food and the communities I've made through that practice have been a really important part of my relationship to food and to the land. I think that for me, the line between land systems and food systems is becoming increasingly blurred as I'm relearning a way of listening to the land that doesn't hinge on the extractive dynamic I've been socialized into. But this process also continues to remind me of my role as a settler, where my ability to access these spaces and to interact with them is contingent on the ongoing displacement of Indigenous communities, specifically the Hwasanic peoples and the Songhees and Esquimalt nations. For those of us listening who, like me, identify as settlers, I think it's very important to understand that the lands we occupy exist in the ways that they do because of the relationships that have been maintained between the land and the many indigenous nations that continue to care for it since the beginning. These land systems are food systems because of the uncountable generations of care and interdependence that shaped them. And as such, I feel that listening to land really cannot take place if the needs and voices of past, present, and future generations of indigenous peoples are not being centered and uplifted. The concept of listening to the land is central to this season of the Spreading Conversations podcast, and you'll hear me talking about it fairly often with our various guests, and I'd really encourage you to think about what it means to you, and how your own life is influenced by your relationships with the land. I'm hoping that these conversations spark new ways of thinking about the ways that you're able to listen to the land, and engage in meaningful conversations with the people and places around you. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy Season 2 of Spreading Conversations.